on this episode of the AIE Podcast. We have Max and Seema. <laughs> and Marcus. And Grebog and Nicodus? What? They are here to give us a wrap-up of the AIE WinterCon. Yay! Yay! And a little Woo. bit more, too. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. All right. Okay. Welcome to episode 383 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Octa S gaming community. The die has been podcast. I am Makala. And to my left downstairs and over just a bit is Tetsemi. Hi, team. <laughs> Hi, team. Um, guys, we are here with a coterie of special guests who are here to whip, wrap up the AIE WinterCon. And yes, I almost said whip up, whip instead of wrap. <laughs> um, let's go around the room and say hi. Say, you know, just briefly what we've been doing that's not IA WinterCon related, unless it's, you know, gaming, and then that applies too. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do this alphabetically. Um, oh, hey, maybe I should do this in the correct way. Uh, Greebug, I'm going to go ahead and start with you. Uh, I've been playing lots of games. Isn't that what we do? Um, <laughs> Ew! Yep. Uh, so, a lot of Star Trek Online. Uh, enjoying a, a new character challenge that Nicodus and I have taken on. Uh, which is, essentially, we are not doing any of the account-wide stuff and playing characters from <sighs> one all the way up. Oh wow! Kind of go through the new experience again. So, um, like a free-to-play also... account or a paid account, but we're using our same accounts that we have. We're just not reclaiming anything that we can reclaim. Gotcha. Uh, so it's a simulation, essentially, of what a new player would have. Nice. There Fun are still challenge. some. There's some things that will still like since we are on lifetime sub accounts aren't quite going to be the same as a new player, but it, it'll be close. Um, Neat. And then I, 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 I raid and wow, we, we are doing okay. Um, I mean, we, we got to Anduin, so nice. yeah. Nice! Excellent. I mean, the, that, that, that... the the um, Race to World First people, albeit on Mythic, just got Anduin down two days ago, and they just, I think Echo just got um the lords of dread down so you guys are you guys are keeping pace uh we're only on normal right now but doesn't okay. matter doesn't matter don't Di matter difficulty doesn't you matter it? you're still it's the same challenge it's just your challenge rating is for normal their challenge ratings for mythic race to world first crazy people that spend right, right. 500 million gold on, hey, come join this raid. And if anything drops, trade it to this person. Thanks. We'll see you later. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And, and, and then, I guess not WinterCon. I guess I, I, I can't remember. Uh, games, D&D, &D, normal stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, how long has uh, your D&D &D, uh, game been going on? The campaign you're in now? Uh, one of them I think is five years. Nice, nice. Uh, six, five, six years. It's yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. I keep switching characters on him. <laughs> yes, of course. I went all right. And market me of me oh, telling them. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I know we have friends. Um, my dear friend Tony, who I game with. He is one of these people that his favorite part of the game is making new characters. And he doesn't realize that when he sacrifices a character for something, how it affects the other PCs. I'm like, I don't even like this character, but it's going to affect my character because... <laughs> yeah, SJ and I think we got into a horrible, horrible depression. Our characters, because yeah, we didn't like Tony's rocking goblin, but, you know, our characters knew them. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Marcus, what have you been up to? I feel really special because this is two episodes in a I know. row. I know. <laughs> is this the first time ever back to back? Yeah. I think uh, it might I think be. so. I think 
So, well, I mean, we didn't have you on forever, and then you know we got to exactly. have you on. Exactly, we're making up for lost time. So, my friend. averaging yes. out, now you've been on enough. <laughs> All right. Um. So, just Destiny Two, pretty much. Uh, I actually am close to a snowball, and now I understand what Max deals with in Star Wars. There's a hundred player limit for the clan in Destiny, and we're approaching it. And you're, I'm looking at some of the profiles, and some people haven't logged in for three years plus. So it's like, Kick. better get in there if you want uh, your rewards. But uh, yeah, so other than that, it's just Destiny 2, bunch of new people. And tonight we're doing the new raid, which is pretty awesome. exciting. Hey, yeah. Marcus, so I logged yeah. in because I was like, yeah. oh, Destiny 2. Wait, that's still, oh, okay. I've still got it. I logged in and I got three characters at like 1280. I'm like. Did what? I play it that much? <laughs> Trying to remember, so I may be going through the new the the new story uh, in my copious amounts of free time. But well, the if you buy Witch Queen, I think you start at thirteen fifty. Okay, that's the base. And I would say <laughs> the new story is amazing. It's a linear story, but the way they do it, it's pretty awesome. And I think it's the graphics too. Just yeah. everything looks so beautiful. Oh, it does. Like sometimes I just stop and start looking around, just like, oh my God. How did they even do this? Awesome. That is a sign of a great game. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Max, what have you been up to, my friend? Having a good time in all the games. Yeah. It, uh, it's been a it's been a good lead up to our and i know we're going to talk quite a bit about it but our our con the leadership of the con has been super strong this year because it's led by dan kinia so yeah we'll that's some but i've been paying attention to that and you know sort of doing doing my part behind the scenes as we all have um so that's been fun to see that come together and then yes a lot of the gaming stuff we still have the big expansion in star wars that everybody's working on getting their gear together we've got game events all over the place. And then I'm working on a, a few side projects of my own, uh, a little bit more. I'm, I'm expected to do a little bit more podcasting and sort of building out a little bit of a studio for that. And that's been, nice. that's been fun to, to get into too. Excellent. And that's uh, right. new overlords, yeah. right, Max? Keep an eye on new overlords. Yep. That will be the, that will be the main place uh-huh. for the consumer focused stuff. Yeah. Cool. Neat. That's and then great. I might have some more business focused tech. Cool elsewhere all right and nicodus what have you been up to well doing a lot with Grebog. uh i'm I'm part of the new player challenge which i found very very interesting considering i haven't been a new player for 12 years (laughs) right um so that's that's been challenging and interesting in a lot of fun ways i also got my daughter involved she uh uh, is 13 and just kind of starting to get into gaming and i managed to drag her into sto with me so when i stream the the challenge i have her along so you have me who's pretending to be a new player and then you have her who's actually a new player. oh yeah. my gosh that's ideal that's so, that's awesome. that's so wholesome i love it that's amazing uh, it's been fun it's been fun and interesting um unfortunately i couldn't get too involved in the aie con this time around because i was playing D in real life a uh, <laughs> little bit of a funny story so back in my college days, Ravenloft was mm-hmm. my thing. And if you guys know anything about Ravenloft, oh, yeah. it's dark, scary D&D. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, my wife uh, confronted me a couple weeks ago and told me that in all the time that she's known me, I have never ran a Ravenloft game with her. Ooh. So I pulled out all the Ravenloft stuff, both old and new, designed two brand new Ravenloft domains and threw a campaign together for her and my daughter. And we started that yesterday. Nice. Um, That was a lot of fun. They didn't really care much for the army of zombies. I put them up against. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, And then today I've been running off and on a D and D game for about six years now. And this is the first campaign that I ever planned for. And like I set up all of my encounters ahead of time and, um, keeping copious amounts of notes and we are winding down. We are possibly two or three game sessions away from being done from concluding the entire story. Oh, wow. Uh, My players just hit, we started at level one uh, tonight. uh, Tonight, my players hit level 14. Uh, Nice. 
I, I am hoping that they will hit 16 before the, the last encounter. If I've done my math right, that's the case. We will see. <laughs> uh, math is hard. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, but uh, today I put them up against a Hellfire Worm, which is a demonic dragon. And uh, they, they beat that down in about seven rounds. Mm. And then their last big fight was against a straight up Beholder. Nice. nice. Wow. Yeah, ask her about beholders. Anyway. <laughs> I, I have a question for you. What's the most interesting thing that you found out playing with your daughter about STO that you hadn't like, oh, I hadn't thought about that or, oh, I hadn't seen that before? Or, you know, what? what's the most interesting thing you've discovered playing with her? Um, That she has the potential to be a better player than me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always. We get, we get that with our kid all, as well. Yes. She, uh, she's picking up things that I teach her very, very quickly. Um, but she definitely has her own style. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just interesting to kind of see her develop her character on her own. Like I'll tell her something and she'll be like, but I don't want to do it that way. Right. Like, okay. Do it your <laughs> right way. Then. Yep. Um, she, she needs to work on her piloting skills a little bit. She tends to lag a little bit behind me. And if I get a really good uh, momentum going, I will blow stuff up before she gets there. Right. But the reverse is true too. She's gotten to the point now where if I don't get there fast enough, (laughs) she will have things dead. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it sounds like a typical 14 year old gamer. Right. Right. Awesome. All right. And Seema, what have you been up to? Well, uh, it's I had to dig around in my brain a little bit for something outside of the con. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. Um, I will say that I I I am I am I'm diving back into bread baking. I've tried this several <gasps> times in my life. Ooh. Never ever stuck with it long enough to build up like any kind of expertise that I could rely on. Right. So I'm 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 committed that 2022 is going to be that year. So like right like this past week I made. Pizza, which is like gateway right, bread, yeah, yeah, yeah. And today I'm making focaccia, focaccia which I think will be easy because yeah. it goes in a pan, right? Yep. But I'm building up that, building up to, um, well, actually, my end goal is baguettes. That's what I really want to do. But on the way, the next next major goal is like ciabatta, which is a little bit harder than focaccia, and right. somewhere in there will be like. The rich breads like brioche and I want to learn how to make brioche so badly. Yes, dinner rolls and stuff like that. So yeah, that is actually a great hobby to have because at any time (laughs) you can you can work on it. You got flour, salt, yeast, water. You can try something. Um, if you've not made croissants, let me know. I there's a recipe that I use that I love. (laughs) Okay, I I have seen people make croissants, and I'm like, okay, that's going to be sometime after the baguette. I did a few years ago. I I taught myself for my birthday, and it, huh. it's enjoyable. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Max, I, I see Max has brought over a sourdough starter. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> I had to I had to take it out of the fridge and feed it today. I hadn't done that in a couple uh, about <laughs> three or four weeks, and it's already at least fifty percent more in, nice. in size. I mean, but I, I haven't. It, I've it had the starter for, for like two months, and I haven't ever baked any bread with it though. So Seema's got to tell me how to actually make a make <laughs> well, bread with it. I mean, it sounds weird for an MMO player to say, but I have never, the reason I don't try a sourdough starter is because I have terrible track record when it comes to doing something daily or twice daily or <laughs> on a regular <laughs> schedule. Like real How life daily, feed, feed your sourdough <laughs> you starter. You game. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So that, the sour, that's kind of, I'm not, that is not in my track sourdough starter because i should I just send you some of this because then you, you only do something to it once every couple weeks there i don't you go. like i don't like the concept of of taking stuff out and throwing it away yeah i agree yeah yeah well if you if you're scientific about it which you are you've got like the, the kitchen scale you can do it you can actually <laughs> like manage it to scale. the point where you only take out enough to you only manage enough to make a loaf of bread and with a little bit extra left over that will then continue to keep your starter alive and you never throw anything out. Yep. Nice. But it's so uh, you bake with bread, bread you, you bake with the discard you're saying. Pretty I know much. people that definitely no, but you 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 know so, so say this is, you know, enough to make you this would be the the starter to make the bread plus 20% more that then you make the bread, you know, you keep the starter alive for. Yep. It, 
So you don't bake with the dis, dis there is no discard. Yeah. Oh, I it's guess I've starter. learned in life never to say never, but we'll see. Yep. We'll see what Shima gets to first, croissants or it's but the starter is the easy part. That's why that's why I'm gonna need instruction, because then there's like, well, you're supposed to like let it rise for all this time and then put it in a special contain like in a in a, like a Dutch oven inside of your oven and do all this stuff. Yeah, oh, that's enough, it. That's the easy part. part. But, uh, I, I literally just sent Sima a recipe for <laughs> like you know, Dutch oven bake bread baking. Yeah. Nice. As we're talking. That's, yes. that's the yes. easy yes. what I need. Yes. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well that's why I, I haven't mean, done it. There's only like about a hundred thousand YouTube videos too. Right, right. Yeah, so you yeah, can yeah. really go down that black I, hole. I'm with you. I and can't I have. do them either. I can't do them yeah. either. I'm with you. So that that's that's all I want to say till we talk about the con though. Excellent. All right, Chat, what have you been up to? Um, so I have been plugging away at my one character in, in Sotor, trying to get them geared up. Uh just to see how it's going. I've got you know, basically one character that I'm trying to get to Conquest 326. And then I've got a bunch of gear boxes that once they hit 326, I should be able to open and pass 326 pass boxes, you know, over to other characters. So we'll see how that goes. Um, if that works out, great. I can outfit my other seven alts and be happy and wait until we get the new gear upgrade. But we'll see how it's going. It's it's fun. I'm logging in, much like Max and Seema talked about on the last uh, uh, Escape podcast, just doing Galactic Seasons accidentally. Um, there is no strategy to Galactic Seasons for me. It's just like, oh, I got two points. Great. Or, oh, that was eight points. Wow. That, okay. Great. You know, so I think I'm – Seema, you said you were, what, 48? Yeah, something like that. Very close to half, if not yeah. already over now. And so am I. And it's just been, you know, just doing stuff, doing yeah, dailies, doing heroics, just kind of. It's very relaxed this time around. I like yeah, it. But not, there's no rush to it. But oh. the other thing was um, I've been watching a number of City Skylines because I love the, the city building games. And one of them I was watching, uh, there's an early access game called Foundation. And it's a little medieval village building game but the nice thing is you it's kind of hands-off in that like you put the building down they build the building but you don't have to like build paths for them they they you know how like on a college campus or a, a park if people walk on something they wear the grass away and you just see the paths naturally that's yeah. what happens in game so they just build the paths um organically that's what the word i was trying to think and so you'll see like you know the the more uh the more people take a path the wider it gets and the more used it gets um but there's just a lot of stuff like okay here's a bunch of forest just you mark it with a marking tool and then the foresters know oh i go over there and cut wood down and bring it back you know and it's just it's kind of just an interesting game to watch and see how the the ai plans out its paths and uh you know it, it's it's interesting there's there's a lot more to it but ju i'm just starting into it so that's those are the two main games i've been uh plugging away at besides real life and playing our D, &D game but i'll let you right take care of that what have you been up to in dice um our sunday D, &D uh which is a very occasional D, &D unfortunately because of real life um we are helping um frog people um, who have been dealing with a group of um, like people? Um, you want you wanty you wanty? Thank you. Yes, I had to get that word from my brain. Um, so we're um, trying to help them, and currently going through these marshes to get to get to them. So um, got a little bit of playing in. That was a good time. Um, there's a rumor that we're going to start a City of Mist game with our buddy Mills. We're really hoping this is actually going to happen. Um, <laughs> um, City of Mist is a really cool um, system where you're kind of playing the modern um, avatar of a mythological character, idea, weapon, what have you. Um, so that's, that's a really fun game. I'm working on Morgan Le Fay right now because, of course, I am. <laughs> and uh, you, you, is yours a, a gunslinger? Uh, hardened detective. Yeah, yeah. All right. You know, hard boiled detective. Hard boiled detective. Yes. Yep. 
Um, and of and our world, basically yeah. think um, Indiana Jones because he's an antiquities dealer. He's an archaeologist. He's a he knows the black market. He's a gunslinger. So very much in the Indiana Jones archetype that era. We named the dog Indiana. Exactly. <laughs> you, Henry Jr. Um, that was a really good voice. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's the only one I do. It's, it's, <laughs> everything why. else sounds like that one. So that, that, That's the same reason why most of my characters in game, if I have an accent, it's English. Because yeah. um, I could do like three accents and that is one of them. Um Speaking of archaeology, uh, Call of Cthulhu, we decided against trying to get into the Nazi archaeology camp, uh, which was good mostly because our um, heavy was out for the evening and we tried to break in and failed badly, uh, which then got us skittering off to um, kind of refresh the investigation. We got some more information. Um and then I started going through my character's mentor's notes and like, you know, his notes mentioned St. Peter's Basilica. Why don't we just check that out? Um, <laughs> kind of trying to delay um, things. And then we get to St. Peter's and lo and behold, the obelisk in front of it. Well, that appears to be Atalantean writing. Oh, nice. So we're going to start um, working on, I, I would like to start working on getting samples of that so we can maybe start getting some translations going because my character is an archaeologist in that game. Um, so that's it. Uh, Friday night D and D was um, playing mediator between a group of loggers and druids, and we actually got them to come to an understanding. So it was it was Who like rolled persuade. Nobody, nobody had to roll a die. We literally the five of us sat out and tried to convince this druid, this druid, why. Maybe taking on these loggers and kind of teach them the right way to cater, you know, take care of the forest was the right thing to do. And it was like an hour of talk. It was fun. Nice. And Sometimes that, those are the best games. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. Um, and then Saturday, Star Wars, um, we've been doing a lot of stuff. Three of the five of us are force sensitive, and we've been doing a lot of stuff with that. But we took a backseat to all of that and we let the two players who are not and the dm made sure that the two players who are not force sensitive had a time to shine and by a time to shine i mean one of them messed stuff up so badly <laughs> um that it deleted four months of data at the um new republic base um but the good thing is they don't know it was us <laughs> and he was doing it to correct the last time he had broken into their servers to find out why our um records were classified even from us um and the girl that he was kind of seeing was going to get in trouble for all of this if it was found out so yeah he went to to basically hide that information and rolled to despair um and yeah yeah um there was an investigation and um we were not implemented <laughs> but yeah no literally there's four months of data lost good times and Whoopsie. then we went on Then the other half of it, we started a new mission um, on our uh, a side quest of ours, um, where basically one of our players found out that the one of the Imperials who was in charge of um, enslaving his planet now works for the Black Sun, and she's doing the same on another planet, so we're going to go help the natives. So, that was my game time. All right, so... Guys, I think actually this is the shortest we've ever gone through what we've been doing in game, and we have a ton of uh, guests. So hey, <laughs> no. hey congratulations! Um, um, yeah, now we get to the fun part. No, I'm yeah, yeah. Actually, oh, but before we do, we go into the con stuff. Um, we have uh, Gribog and Nicodus here. So, would you folks mind giving us a real time update on the Starbase? So the Starbase is making huge progress. I mean, like, so for those that don't play Star Trek Online, um, they, they give us what they call holdings, which is essentially like uh, clan housing or guild housing, except there's multiples. Um, and, and for the Starbase, it was one of the first ones put in, but it also has the most involved to level it up. And as you level it up, you get more stuff. Well, we are now almost completely done with the starbase um the the 
there there are three different tiers and we have one the second of the three tiers now counting down first one's already done and the third one is queued up so as soon as this one completes in two days and 12 hours they can start adding stuff to the next one Cool. And that's going to be the last one. That means the fleet will have unlocked all of the fleet ship variants, except for one that's linked to another holding. But every other fleet ship, it, it will be there. It, all the special equipment that you can get from the Starbase, uh, the, the hangar pets that you can get for your carriers and stuff. I mean, it, it, it's a huge step. Well, And I can't stress how, how big this is. I mean, even WoW at one point, had the guilds uh, set up that you had to earn experience to increase it. And then you got various rewards. STO does that same thing. And I mean, it's, it's just kind of a big deal for us to finally hit tier five. And we unlock all this special equipment, uh, outfits, costumes, ships. Um, Although the best ship comes from the colony world, which is our next focus. But you know, it's it's kind of good for everybody to be able to to reach back and give themselves a huge pat on the back for this. That's awesome. And even with the colony is the next. It, it's they made two big, big, big uh, of fleet holdings. The colony is another one. We have been making huge strides on that one too. Now, since it started years and years after the Starbase, the fact that it is now working towards Tier 5... Wow. It is saying... The, the fleet has been making big progress, and, and I, you know, they, they've been doing amazing. I, I can't stress how much I appreciate all the hard work that they've put into moving us forward and getting all this stuff going. Um, because of the amount of experience... I would guess that towards the end of this year, it, it could be as quick as three months that we would see one of these trigger, but that would be one of these projects triggering every day all the time. Mm. And sometimes that doesn't happen, which is fine. And so I, I would say, actually, it might not even be end of the year. I, we might be sooner. They, they shock me all the time on how <laughs> fast they're moving through this. Awesome. That's great. Well, it really is a good dedication. You know, it shows... Obviously, everything that you two are involved in with the guild, with the S- in STO and the holding, but also, yeah, absolutely, how much you know, you're the members of AIE really want to contribute to the Starbase. That's great. We appreciate all the work. And, you know, STO is still a, a living, breathing game. They're still doing updates. We just had a new content update uh, a month ago. So if anybody out there wants to try it out, we are happy to help people get started. Um, you know, anything we can do to introduce you to the game or help out. And I had a conversation with a guy just a couple days ago that, you know, do you have to know Star Trek to enjoy STO? And, and you don't. This is a, a game that stands on its own. It, the space combat is among the best in the industry. Ground combat is fairly standard. Um but the the story is all its own. So even if you've never watched a single episode of any Star Trek series, you should check the game out. It's worth it. Awesome. awesome. And, and if you do know Star Trek, you'll get they they make nods and they bring in um char- like the the actual people that play like you know the various characters to come back and, and reprise their roles as the character in game. So you know. It's still neat to hear their voices in yeah. the game doing the same thing, you know, that you've seen them on shows. So, like, yeah, you don't need to know the shows. You don't need to any of that. But if you do know the shows, you get that special extra nod that they're throwing in and the care that they're giving to the game. Now, I, I know you guys want to move on, but I, I have to say no, this. Please, their, please. their latest, the latest guest star that they brought back was Kate Mulgrew, who played... <gasps> Captain Catherine Janeway, and yep. she reprised really? that role and an additional role that I don't want to spoil. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was a big surprise when they actually got one of the captains to come back. Oh, that's amazing. Now, quick question. I heard something about either the ships in STO showed up in one of the Star Trek shows or vice versa. I know it's vice versa, but didn't some of the ships get shown up in the TV show now? Picard. Yeah. The, so in Picard, they the the behind that they're like, how do we get more 
of these ships because in season one of Picard, if you watched it, they basically had a copy and paste scene of <laughs> a bunch of the same ship. Yep. And mm-hmm. they got a bunch of backlash from it. And they're like, okay, how can we not repeat this? Right, right. Because totally. they wanted to have a bunch more ships in a scene. And the director was like, hey, <laughs> there's Star Trek Online. They already uh, have digital assets. They have all this stuff, 3D models and everything that we could potentially use. And they got two of the guys, the devs for from Cryptic to come and help them. And mm-hmm. they brought four of the ships from STO and put them into the show. Very cool. That's that awesome. Seems so smart. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, with that, thank you so much, folks, for the update. Uh, we really appreciate it. And, of course, anytime you want to come on, we'd love to have you. Um, so just a note, um, I was getting to the AIE WinterCon. Um, just a note, links to all the events are available in the show notes. And where there's a stream, you're going to find it there. Also, take a look in Discord. There's a whole AIE uh, channel where you can find out what the fun was about. Um, and I wanted to start this part off by just saying... A big thanks to Kenny for organizing this whole con. Um, I can't tell you how many times this week she's IM'd me and asked me if she was crazy for doing this. Um, <laughs> and I know very much you. Know, everything we do in AIE is a labor of love. So big shout out to her for doing that. And she wanted to actually thank everybody who took part in the events, who hosted, who joined, all of it. Um, if you do have notes or notes ideas for the next AIE con, reach out to Kinney um, or in the con Discord channel to kind of get that ball rolling. Um, because obviously AIE is about the community and we want to make sure that we get community involvement. You don't have to be, obviously you don't have to be an officer to run something. Um, and it's a really fun event because you know it goes beyond just the the main part of AIE, which is video games. So. That's my that's my blurb. Um, but we started out the uh, con with uh, the town hall. And Max, go ahead and give us a, ch- a bit about that. Yeah. And I'll just double down on saying great work to the team that put it together. There was, there's been a team working behind the scenes for a couple months now just to work out the agenda and put the, put the events together. And, you know, that's included. And I, I hope I don't miss anybody. But uh, Dankinia is the lead. Anna did an amazing job there. And then and we had uh, Tabby and Lucy and uh, and Seema and and a bunch of people in the early planning. And then and all this. Well, then the event is especially, you know, that then then we brought in the experts from the D&D team and from the board games team. So that was Albus and DP Roberts and Duskmire and, and Gusty and Graybog yeah. and Nicodus on the for some of the podcasting expertise. Palel was in there running some one shots. Uh, Velzarius also on the on the um, on the uh, board game stuff. Who's running mm-hmm. the stuff with uh, with um, Albus every Thursday night? Uh, Redrum was helping out both behind the scenes with planning and with a bunch of the streaming this weekend. Tabby did a bunch of the graphics. In fact, I've, I've got an example of one of the graphics up yep, here. Gorgeous, and put those gorgeous. all on the social media stuff. So team of, of tons of people. Um, uh, let's see the only other name I missed. The Corley was in the in early planning as well. And then we were all the office, the entire officer corps was chiming in and doing their part as well. Marcus obviously <laughs> ran the, the event last night, uh, the panel. Really, really cool. This was our second annual we kicked it off as we did last year with the town hall. The town hall is mostly for for this event, focused a little bit on, hey, here's a one line, one bullet, two bullets on each of our game divisions. And there are tons and tons of those, so we can't go into, to, into too much detail. <laughs> but Dan Kenia did a good job of sort of flying through those. And then the overview of what are the what is the fun that we're going to have this weekend. So that was all kicked off early on Saturday. So we just did this as a two-day, and this is sort of the the end cap to the the section at the end of of Sunday. Let's just kicked it off on Saturday, covered all of the games, covered the even our divisions like uh, the newest division, Lost Ark, the things we have going on in board games and D&D and the stuff that we have going on in Destiny 2 and Diablo and some of the, the smaller things as well. And then the schedule. So the schedule itself over the course of the weekend, she laid it all out. Uh, 
when we had a whole bunch of things, we'll we'll get into some of the details on each each of them. But live board gaming, live D and D, some a handful of of panels, uh, and then a bunch of casual gaming, which was the opportunity to just jump in and play Jackbox games and have that streamed or play it live and have anyone who wanted to jump into any of these either sign up before or jump in the last minute if there's space open or jump into the casual games at any point in time. Uh, and that went really, really well. So awesome. great job, Dan Kenny, of running that town hall as well. It came out really well. Excellent. So that's that. All right. And the board game panel, uh, as Max mentioned, was hosted by Albus, and they had a discussions of games that have been played, upcoming board games, mentioned the Thursday night board games. Um, so we just want to drop that in there. And a big thank you to Albus for hold, hosting that and running that. And Marcus, why don't you tell us about the podcast panel? And Seema, angry about oh, what, yep. What's up with that, guys? So... Everybody always seems to always ask, hey, how do you start a podcast or how do you start streaming? So we came up with the idea. I'm like, let's talk about it. So basically, uh, myself and Greybach and Seema joined as soon as she left uh, her D&D group. <laughs> and um, we basically talked about everything. Like, why start a podcast? Should you like uh, Nicodus and Greybog, They do it on YouTube and Twitch where Nick and I are just straight podcast with an rss feed and we talked about why choose one versus the other and what softwares to use and Greybog had so many awesome insights into like the youtube and the twitch vodcast versus me and nick and sema knowing like the rss feed side of it and you know how do you get it onto all of the podca podcast platforms and all that stuff and we really just talked through it learned about the software that's free and what costs money. And should you spend money on a $400 microphone? Um, where, where, where's a smart way to start. And as you progress, um, how to go through, uh, did I miss anything guys? Uh, no, except for, I thought you asked a really good question at the very end. You, you asked each of us what, would be our top three things we'd want to tell somebody that was going to start podcasting. Yes. Nice. So watch the VOD. Exactly. <laughs> number, number three will amaze you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's, you know, it's really awesome to be able to talk to other podcasters about podcasting because, you know, when you click live, um, it just seems like you're own in your own little world, but then you hear the nuances of other people doing it and what their methods are. You know, I always joke and say that on Max and Seema's podcast, uh, the Escape podcast, Seema's the talent. Max right, right, just pushes yeah. the buttons, and Seema handles everything else, <laughs> which is which is so not true. <laughs> That's obviously true. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, Nicodus, that makes you you the talent, not I'm the one that pushes the buttons. <laughs> Well, Nicodus is the talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It worked. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning. It, it's a process, but I'm learning. But it's not, you know, it's not an easy thing to really, like, if you don't know what to do, it, there's a lot of little things that you need to do. But the number one thing I say is, just like with streaming, click go live, click record. The first episode is always not going to be good 100 episodes in. Oh, yep. yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. And, you know, it's always fun to kind of listen to the early stuff. Once you've been in for a while, I'm like, oh, we were bad. <laughs> yes. I have I have a, a lot of a, a times to apologize on my streams, especially when I very first started on my own without Grebog uh, kind of being the button guy. And, I mean, it was bad. Sound was messed up <laughs> and, and everything. But slowly working through it. Hopefully my next one won't be nearly as bad. <laughs> That's the goal. Minor improvements every time. Yep. Absolutely. Can we just call to the chat? DP Robert says, uh, Seema does not do Sean Connery as well as Max. <laughs> that, is, that is true. That is very true. Yeah, it's very true. Um, but what was fun, you know, in for two more seconds, what was really fun about it is being able to talk with Seema and Greybog 
to get like in a chat about podcasting, but not about a game or something that we normally would discuss during a podcast, right. like a, a an actual podcast. It it's more of like the uh, post show or the pre show. Yeah, conversation. It's, a, it's, it's like getting friends around for drinks and talking about how you did something as opposed to what that something was. It's a great way to put it. Yeah. But just shout out to Kinney. You know, oh, I've been yeah. so busy. She herded so many cats <laughs> to make this happen. You know, I wish there was an award we could get her because I would I would pay for that mm-hmm. plaque and mail it to her house. That says herder of the year <laughs> goes to Kenny. Right, right, absolutely. Right. Definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. All right. So also on Saturday, let me get back to my notes. Uh speaking of Kenny, um, we had um casual games, so it's by Kenny and uh Red Rum, I believe, on Saturday, and then uh Tabitha today. Mm-hmm. Um they included a ton of Jack Rock Jack Jack. Words are hard, guys. Words are really hard. <laughs> Jackbox games. Evidently, um, one needs to watch out for Albus in the murder murder trivia party. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone, uh, the three of them, did host streams. By the way, uh, notes are in the links are in the show notes. And I added um, Tabby's. We'll get, so oh, good, 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 good. Yeah, um, yeah, because Tabby was still live when we were writing this. Um, but those links are there as well. Um, Jackbox actually, it's one of those fun games. Um. We play it in fact often with Kinney on nights. We're like, oh, let's just get together and do something. You know, we miss our gaming group, so let's do it. Um, and it really is one of those that you don't really need to know what you're doing. No, no, you don't. All right, Tap, what about board games? Give me half a second. There we go. You hear me okay? Yeah. All right. Um, so the board games Arena and Forgotten uh, Forgotten Waters. Now, I'm confused because it was linked as Forgotten Tides, but everything was Forgotten Waters. So, is it Forgotten Waters or Forgotten Tides? Yes. But same forgotten thing. Forgotten Waters. Forgotten yes. Waters. Okay. So apparently, this is Xcam Xcammer's brother's game, and it was played by Balto Katsumi. Some botanist, Nightshade, Killian, uh, Wargear, and Red Rum. And apparently at Balto killed Little Gertie, which Albus took exception to. How could you kill Little Gertie? So. Uh, but there is a video up on that, uh, up on Twitch. We've got the link in there. So if you want to see w- what it's all about and why killing Little Gertie was so rude, go watch the video. <laughs> Forgotten Ties is a really cool board game because it's sort of a it's sort of rpg ish you know definitely role play kind of almost like the feel or like the sound the mechanics aren't the same but the sound of a a D session you're going on an adventure people are are play are are a character and it's it's so it's just as fun to listen into and watch as it is to play i'm sure and then if you have experts in there that know how to talk like a pirate and <laughs> are <laughs> of ask me hearties, then you can hear this all night. <laughs> or maybe they'll sound like Sean Connery. <laughs> Wait, now you can't, okay, one ping, Vasily. One ping. <laughs> one you ping, are pandering, my Vasily. friend. Someone said you had a great Sean Connery and now it's all Sean Connery. No, no, um, it's next- always Sean Connery. No matter what other voice he's trying to do, it goes it is- back to Sean Connery. I yeah. can try to do other voices. Like I yeah. could try to be, oh, I'm a, I'm a dwarf. I'm in. Then I'll be talking like a dwarf, and then the dwarf will start talking. It will say Excalibur, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, it's Trebek. When we played Forgotten Waters, this was the last con. Unfortunately, I didn't get to play the board game again this year. Um, I got to play it two nights in a row. And then, so I was the, I was calling myself the saboteur Mm -hmm. because in the second game, it was just a bunch of friends and I felt really comfortable with my friends and it was my turn to move the ship. And let's say the island that we were going towards was in the Northeast, but the ship, the the enemy ship was in the South. I started moving us towards the South because I was like, okay, what happens if this ship catches us? Right. Well. (laughs) <laughs> Lo and behold, I sabotaged the game 
And if you hit the ship, they destroy your ship. Game over. Everybody drowns. Like, oh no! Oh really? no! Gotta know is did you hit an asteroid? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's um, the game is really fun, and Albus. I don't know who hosted it this time, but the way Albus uh explained it was so you know i'm an i'm an idiot to board games so when albus explained it it was so easy that i could just i understood it right away and we got to go it was so much fun awesome yeah so All there right. was a there what was a board game panel guys- too wasn't there yeah there was yeah i mentioned it earlier those uh those two were amazing very cool all right, and uh, Saturday night we had a D and D. So, uh, Stima, what, did you end up playing that night? <laughs> and I did. And I how did. many and hours? I, <laughs> I I have so much to say about D and D, starting with, um, you know, when I was a little child. <laughs> I play, this, no this like when I played. Story. It is a long story with no payoff. Um, <laughs> But the first D&D game I ever played, I was on vacation, and I played it with family and friends, and I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be my thing. And so I came back home at the time I was living in California. I didn't have any gamer friends, and so I tried to get a bunch of people interested in this thing called D&D, Dungeons & Dragons, and I had to be the DM, right? And I've only played the game like one time, and I... It did not, let's just say it wasn't successful. And I had to clean up my house in order for it to happen. Uh. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And around that same time, I found video games online. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) This is is scratching that itch. And I don't have to clean the house. Right? (laughs) Yeah. So I've had this long, deep, this long detour (laughs) from D&D that's been into video games. But um, so, yeah, I've always been sort of interested in the back of my mind in D&D. And I played it last year in the con and had a great time. And so I wanted to sign up this year. And I wanted to sign up in one of D.P. Roberts's games because he's gotten such great reviews, which are very well deserved. We all had such a great time. And then it was also a great game. Because of the other people that we were playing with, um, Gusty and her son Duskmeyer were playing on our team, which we, which was really lucky for us because they are so funny and creative, and um, it just really um, was a lot of fun. And in fact, Gusty Gusty's character at one point we had captured an orc, and she went. We were all going in, and we were going to leave him in this little cage right and so we were going into this cave and her character at the very last minutes held back from going in the cave and went back to the, <laughs> the cage and killed the orc oh no <laughs> she, she oh was my like god this orc is never gonna be a force for good <laughs> not that she was that concerned about force for good but that she was like her character was convinced that orc should not live so she went back <gasps> and killed him granny is that granny yeah that was granny awesome oh, nice. And then Duskmire did the voice of her cat, Mr. Fuzzles. Oh, and my then, goodness. <clears throat> so um, we had three, three, I mean, two, actually, two sort of newbie players. That was me and Syl. And then the other people on our, on, in our game had played a lot of D&D before, so they, they, could, they had the D&D experience. But awesome. um, one of those people didn't have the online experience. So I... Yeah. I just salute everyone who helped us put it all together because the way we we were using D and D Beyond and Roll Twenty, and then mm-hmm. to make those two talk to each other, yeah. you use you use a browser extension called Beyond Twenty. Yep. Yep. And yep. So that's a lot of moving parts to it get is. a bunch of newbies going all in a line. And um, one of the things that was really a talent of DP Roberts is just his unflappableness in helping people get from point A to point B. And then he had the support of the other, of two guys on our team who also had a lot of experience putting those tools together. So um, it was a really fun time. Um, I would definitely want to play again. And I recommend to everyone, if they have a chance to play with Gusty or Duskmire or DP Roberts or me, (laughs) <laughs> well, not me, or Sil, or Bashira. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the talent. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, the talent, the talent. Um, what, would, what would your character? Oh, my character was a rogue, a gnome rogue. Yes, I love rogues. <laughs> yes. You know, the the point of D anD D, as I keep telling people, is to have fun. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new player or you've been playing for you know fifty years. As long as everybody at the table is having fun, that's all that matters. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And like DP said before we started, a couple of days before we started, it's like um, it is an RP thing. So it's it's it is about playing with friends and voice giving like a voice to your character way more than video games are yes and i didn't i didn't concern myself too much as a novice player with how the attacks work and what the roles are and all that stuff as much as i wanted to just participate in the battle and do my thing when we won and do my thing when i died and (laughs) i mean you know yeah uh, this is something really cool. Uh, Forrester just mentioned that they played their first D and D game in thirty years uh, tonight with DP Roberts. Yes, that's awesome. That I, you know, it's, amazing. It's, yeah, it's just it's the you know I I've been playing on and off for thirty five years, uh, mostly on, which is why I'm not playing video games right now because I'm playing so much, so many types of you know, RPGs. So yeah, it's just it's such a fun game and way to just build friendships and communities and collaborative storytelling and problem solving. Definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Seema, for all that information. And we'll have um, some pictures of the, the maps and Gusty's care. I think Gusty, yeah, I grabbed that from, from Gusty's uh, post with some of the characters so we've got that in there. And, of course, Kenny's herding cats to get the con together. But what happens every Saturday What happens every Saturday night? New Braid. So she's leading New Braid as well as, you know, behind the scenes running, you know, helping out with the con and organizing the con. So we have linked to her stream for New Braid there. Uh, I don't remember the death count f- from this time, but I'm sure someone has it. But... Feel free to hang out, watch the watch the stream, and see what New Braid and WoW is all about. All right. And on Sunday, um, this is hilarious because Dusty, so we had the trial of style, uh, both Alliance and Horde, um, hosted by Gusty Tail, who, by the way, was late to the trial of style. You know why? He's playing D&D. <laughs> um... <laughs> So uh, she said, Arena uh, Panari, Crispy Bacon, and and her did uh, several runs on the Alliance side. Uh, Panari and Gusty ran on Horde, and you said she was late for late because of TP Roberts' D and D game. Um, we asked who the big winner was, and she said uh, it was Anira was the winner because she had played WoW for years and had never done a trial of style before. She had never even been to a barber shop. Oh wow. Um, basically what, what we're hearing is it was this whole montage that you get in every <laughs> 80s, 90s high school movie yep. where the nerd becomes, you know, the cutie. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Um, and they are a complete convert, um, over now to, uh, to the whole, to, you know, making your character look a certain way. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Oh, good. Uh, so we do have, because like we have Tabby, the links of Tabby's games now. Yep. Um, there. And did not get an update on the board game arena. But speaking of DP Roberts, he ran uh, a game called Return of the Perpetual. Uh, so we are looking forward to hearing all about that. So hopefully he'll give us some updates in the D&D channel on how that went. Awesome. All right, so um, if you're interested in any of this stuff, um, check the show notes. We have all the schedules. Check the Discord channels. Um, it really was a labor of love for everyone here, uh, everyone involved, the whole guild. Um, so I, um, before we kind of start wrapping up, anything from our variety of guests tonight? Uh, feel free to check out Fleet Action Report. That's our STO podcast that we yeah. run 
Monday nights at 11 p.m. The time might be changing on that. Uh, we will let you guys know. It depends on my work schedule, which, Obviously, you know, yeah. real life stuff. Um, but we uh, we highlight different aspects of the game rather than just being a watch while we play or anything like that. We, we tell the different aspects. We go into great detail. We, we give hints on how to do the, uh, the dungeons called TFOs in the game, Task Force Operations. Um, and then we do a, a live stream on Thursdays uh, as well just for a fun night. We just get together and blow stuff up. We have a good time with it. Awesome. Awesome. We can also probably do a reminder that there will be an at least one other big event coming up for AIE this year. If you liked this one, our Summer of Love, which is more focused on the games that we play, that's going to be coming up at the end of July. So that'll always that it's always the end of July and on or about or around August second, which is our Remembrance Day. Yep. So yep. that'll be another fun thing. And, and then. Duskmire has said he will do a D&D one-shot for Summer of Love. So there will be D&D right? during Summer hey, of Love. As, as long as I'm not already playing um, an RPG, I will be joining. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to check yeah. my schedule. Yep. And then tons of stuff in all of our game divisions, as we highlight here on the podcast every week. Definitely jump in there and check out all of the mandatory fun nights uh, the of various kinds, the various groups, the organized groups always need subs in all of our games, the board games, the D and D, the stuff like uh, destiny that's is quickly turning into a division of its own. And then we showed the one slide in the town hall, but we, as well as everyone else, in fact, I saw some posts out there today. We also keep an eye on, you know, sort of everything else that's out there. And if there's something you want to play and you want to ask if anyone else is playing it and, or, or get something going, you don't. No one needs permission in, in AIE to do any of that. So please jump in there. Someone asked today, Kishel, in the general channel in Discord, said, "Is anyone playing Sea of Thieves? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's oh get, my a, God. Get, a, yeah. get a group together. Let's let's get a Sea of Thieves thing going together." The Nomad section in Discord is 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 where we tend to spring up at least temporary channels for anything that gets a little momentum behind it, uh, but. No, there's no need to to wait for for saying hey can we get a few people and go off and play this new thing Kerbal Space Program two when it comes out, uh, which people are waiting for with bated breath or whatever else it might be. So yeah, awesome. fun stuff. Excellent. Any anyone else we want to add before we start wrapping it up? If all this sounds fun to you, go to AIE-Guild.org. At the top right-hand corner of the site, there's a link to the Discord. Join the Discord and ask for a guild invite. Whether or not you play Star Trek Online, Destiny 2, Star Wars The Old Republic, World of Warcraft, uh, Valheim, I don't know, Guild Wars 2, any of the games, because I guarantee, even if you're playing Pokemon, I guarantee if you type... If you type in the Nomads channel, there is somebody playing that game, and we would love to have you. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that is our show for the night. Um, well, the chat room starts uh, suggesting show titles. Guys, thank you so much. Um, I can tell you, Chet and I were a little nervous about this show because we have so many guests, and, you know... We all like to talk and we all tend to go long. It's like this is either going to be like a 30 minute show or a three hour show. Um, but uh, thank you guys so much for your experience, for the podcast that you do, for all that you do, for the community, um, for the con and everything. Um, that's all I got to say. Yep. Thank you, everyone. We really appreciate it. I've always been proud to be a part of AIE and, you know, you guys are all great. So. Any viewers out there who are not a part, feel free to check us out. We're all fun-loving people. Yep. Exactly. Best community there is. All right. <clears throat> and if you have a question or comment for our show, you can email us at podcast at AIE-guild.org. You can follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Mew is at the Mew Cow. McCullough is at Cyberwave. And I am at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday. <laughs> No. Some days it's back to back. Some days it's three weeks. Just watch, you know, the AIE channel in Discord. You'll know when we're going live. Um, It's coming up. Next show is probably April 10th, which is our daughter's 
our daughter's birthday. So we probably won't be here, but Mew and Abbo are going to be here. So you can look forward to that. He just stole my damn line. Anyways. I, I know. Going, I'll let love. you go. Uh, we record live with video every other Sunday. Yes, yes, yes. You can join us in the chat room, play along with our website at aie-guild.org, as Marcus said. And our Discord server is aie-guild.info slash Discord. For past episodes, you can see them on our YouTube channel. Just look for The AIE Podcast. And our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com. All right. And as I was going to say, um, in three <laughs> weeks, um, you and Abavan will be talking about Final Fantasy XIV. They might be done by the time that the next show starts. Yep. Yep. So, so until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Tetsemi. This Great is bug. Marcus. This is Max. <laughs> this is Nicodus. Later, everyone. All right. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.